0: That you can drop me. My rhymes are presidential, so I'll grab you by the pussy. I'd like to buy a gun, please. Alright, you ever killed anyone? Yeah. How many people? Like five.
1: Got a twelve gauge rim and ten on my gun rack. Stars and stripes flying high all over of the back of my truck. Of course, it's four by four. America. When you hear my freedom
0: Star- Courtesy of the red, white,
2: and blue. Hi, welcome to Last Man on Earth. My name is Lex Juergen, as always I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. I was worried about Matt last week when I couldn't raise him. As always, I mapped out a target grid by calling all senior citizen homes in the 60-mile radius, and asking which had recent incidents of sexual assault. From this data, I was able to triangulate Matt's whereabouts, track him down, and remind him about respecting his elders. That's a long one. I was worried about you, Matt. I couldn't find you. It's it's a long story.
1: Like, I, I usually watch uh, real-time with Bill Maher. Yes. And uh, his monologue is just straight garbage. Yes. I feel the same way about your intro to the show <laughs> thank you very much i uh,
2: what you mean you compare me to bill maher i'll take that uh this week's last Man on Earth podcast is sponsored by my own world cup hypocrisy oh how i criticize the so-called beautiful game god i hate that term but i've watched every single damn shootout to break a 1-1 tie the cup can throw at me nothing says excitement after 120 minutes of kicking the ball backwards like sudden death shootout by way of suggestion, start with the fucking shootout I love the I love the shootout. I would watch an all shootout game. I would totally watch an all shootout game. And in fact, I would just say the teams agree at the beginning. Let's just skip the 120 minutes of no goal scoring and go to the shootout.
1: Like I, I haven't actually heard that term "beautiful game." Is I, that something that it was a uh, Pele? Bandied
2: about Pele started it in the 70s. He called it a beautiful game, and it got picked up after that. So it sounds better in Spanish or Portuguese, but they, that's the, the word they use to describe
1: soccer. The beautiful. I don't game. know anything about soccer. So Pele, like, if you ask me, like, hey, Matt, who do you think is the best soccer player of all time? I'd be like, "Uh, well, Pele, Pele. obviously. Yes. But is that, like, sort of a, you know, a a Julius Irving, like, there's probably been a better soccer player since. There's probably been tons of better soccer players.
2: But he was, like, the Muhammad Ali of his generation because he had, like, TV shows and was in movies and, like, he was an international star.
1: Well, did he, like – Stick up for civil rights? Nah,
2: you know. Actually, I don't know. But he and he can't. You know. In the later part of his career, he claimed to play for New York for the New York soccer team, which may have been even bigger media star.
1: In what league? Whatever
2: they had, like they had uh, missile. New York had a soccer team. (laughs) Yes, it did. Are you talking about New York, the state? New York, the 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 city. City had a soccer team in the in the seventies. They started having soccer in the U.S. What is now Major League Soccer or whatever the hell it's called, MLS, right? Yeah. They started the first version of that was in the seventies. When they remember, I don't know if you remember when you were a kid when they were just guaranteeing everyone soccer was going to become a huge sport in America.
1: No, I, I do not remember. Never,
2: well, everyone played AYSO, right? That was a huge thing. Probably not in Alaska. There's too much snow on the ground. A.
1: Wait, you just said eight letters in a row.
2: AYS American Youth Soccer Organization. There's like eight million kids play it okay. every year. It's when you're like seven, every kid in this country plays soccer in the lower forty-eight, Matt. And when you're nine, like. A third of the kids play, and by the time you're 11, like, nobody play, nobody plays. It, it's just soccer, A-Y-S-O soccer. Organized soccer is huge in, like, elementary schools around here. I don't get why these
1: guys uh, – like, uh, what's the cartoonishly terrible guy's name, the German guy that was running U.S. soccer? Oh, uh, uh, yes, yeah. I like, Jürgen. Yeah, Jürgen Klingsmann. Klingsman, Klingsmann. Klingsman. Klings- yeah. Like, here's what I would do. And by the way, I could do his job much better than he would. Yeah, I don't know what soccer coaches do. All I would do is go to the D-League of the NBA and be like, hey, so you're seven feet tall. You're very agile. Okay, you're a goalie. Then, uh, well, basically, that's my only idea. That's a good idea. (laughs) Well, it's more than they thought it out. Well, fucking Jorgen. Whose name is Jorgen (laughs) Klingerman?
2: Well, he is is German. He was a great striker. The Germans are always been, uh, by the way, the Germans are taller than everybody else, which is why they've always been good, because they are like, you know, the Germans taking on the Mexicans, right? And the Germans are like average 6'1", 6'2", and the Mexican guys are like 5'7", 5'8". So the Germans win every single head ball. I don't
1: think being tall in soccer would be an advantage. Because they win
2: all the headers, all the head balls. So I didn't realize how much they use their heads in soccer, but it's a fucking lot
1: of heading going on. They get a lot of uh, uh, you know, uh, brain damage.
2: Yeah, they do. I will say this for soccer. I've, I've been trying really hard during the World Cup to find things I admire about soccer players. So I found two things. One is that they're incredible aerobic shape. They run like fucking crazy for two hours. They run back and forth across that field. like no, I don't know many other athletes. In sports, they could do what they do aerobically. Well, the referee does it. The referee does. But, like, football players couldn't run like that for two hours. Or baseball players. Maybe some basketball players. You're really reaching. I am. And the second one is the fact that they actually smash heads, crack their skulls against each other with no helmets or pads or anything. I mean, they go up and they, they crack, like, three or four times a, d- a game, they crack heads against each other really hard, which is just in fucking insane. I mean, that's the most dangerous part of sports is having head contact and they smash each other with their heads. So the rest, like everything below their head is like pussy. But everything above the head is just like <laughs> fucking savage. <laughs> it's just, can just, imagine NFL players without no helmets? They would just be dead at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, it's called the NFL like <laughs> fucking 50 years ago. Yeah. exactly what they did. Well, that's why
2: none of them could walk or live past 40. Uh, don't forget to become a patron of the show on patreon.com forward slash, don't backslash, forward slash Last Man on Earth. Got a couple new patrons this week. A guy named Simon, some other folks. Simon. Yes. Thanks to all of our new patrons. Get on the shit before it disappears. I believe that at some point we're going to be like, uh, uh, pick up really big in the gay clubs. That's my my hope. (laughs) We'll be one of those breakout, breakout things people have never heard of, but they're really big in the gay clubs. And then all of a sudden it hits top 40
1: all I don't really see that
2: happening. <laughs> no. but, like you know. the village people? That's not, not going to work, or Lady Gaga? Uh, if you wish to contact the show, hit us on Twitter at Last Man Podcast or Facebook, also Last Man Podcast. All right, on to the show. Uh, Matt, I know uh, you've been to many West Hollywood dungeons before. <laughs> and by dungeons, I don't mean evil, gothic, <laughs> gothic places where they force you to uh, renounce Satan and, and adopt Jesus. I
1: mean actual gay male
2: BDSM. <laughs> centers well, this
1: wasn't in West Hollywood was
2: it uh, was well, somewhere in LA somewhere in LA I'm just I'm just saying West Hollywood because it was pretty gay <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Malibu
1: this is a fascinating story
2: it is so there's a let's start with a non-gender binary gay studies prof- LGBTQ professor at UCLA uh, who went by they had a pronoun they if he used pronouns at all uh, it was clearly a guy I don't like when I can tell easily tell the gender of the guy who says he's non-gender because then I realize it just seems false. At least I want to like go. Is that a man or a woman? I don't know. Okay, non-gender seems fine, dude. I'm like, go fuck yourself if you make me sound southern. <laughs>
1: like, hey, where's your friend? Oh, oh, they went over there. Yes. Like, wait, who? Wait, what? What? What guy? What?
2: They started doing that, by the way. I don't know if, you, if you watch TV shows with trans characters, but they do the they thing, and I find it extremely confusing. So they Well, that's
1: th- the entire point is they want it to be confusing so they can correct you.
2: But they pretend that all the char- other characters in the show all know how to do it really easily. Like they all suddenly know how to say they and their as pronouns like right. without any hesitation because somehow they're all enlightened characters.
1: Yeah, because we all have roommates <laughs> yes. and, uh, you know, we all live together. We all grew up in Kansas with tranny, tranny, second and, grade uh, friends.
2: <laughs> Let me get back to the mummification. Yeah. So the gay studies professor at UCLA, which, by the way, I'm assuming is a really difficult job to to get.
1: (laughs) I actually looked at his uh, professorship uh, page, and he he did a lot of dancing. Yes. I don't know how he's a professor. I'm
2: guessing that the uh, gay studies department at UCLA picks the professors. And I'm going to go with... uh, boyfriends and people they think were, gave really cool talks at the coffee shop last week and empowering speeches
1: but aren't uh, there plenty of annoying gay guys like how like at the very least this man who uh tragically Suffocated to death. Um, oh, you're killing this. You're killing the story. Well, no, but I, I <laughs> yes. mean, aren't there plenty of guys that can do that? Like, it's, it's like it wasn't like he could do equations or something. No. Like, how, how was this guy employed by the University well, of you California ha- of he- Los Angeles? One of the most prominent. uh, y- universities in the entire country by the way once you how did this motherfucker have a job but is it any different than
2: the women's studies centers at these colleges and stuff too where they just hire like ardent feminists like who just write vitriol I mean, they're all smart women i assume but they basically are being hired because of like who's more Well,
1: at least these feminists they're like what their page of like uh well professor uh you know mccallan yeah his page was yeah. him yeah. dancing yes Yes. And I'm like, bro, I could do that very easily. I think once you set up a
2: academic department that is basically just mythical, <laughs> that there's <laughs> no standards for hiring. How could you say, like, if you were doing study of leprechauns, you would just hire a guy, a stupid Irish guy with a silly accent who wore, like, Irish kilt g- Irish and drank Guinness.
1: Yeah, but how do you get do. that job of all the assholes in the entire country? Well,
2: I got a hint for you on that question. I'm glad you asked. I think you allow yourself to be mummified in the basement, in the, in the du- BDSM dungeon of important Hollywood executives, which he did. <laughs> if you want to earn points towards professorships. So this guy uh, apparently, uh, sadly, not apparently, he died as a result of being sexually mummified in the basement dungeon of a William Morris executive's home. This um, <laughs> happened last week. First of all, we all had to look up what sexual mummification was. And... I. Once you get past, once you get past, like uh, the top four or five things you could do sexually, you're gonna have pro- you got problems already. Once you get past the four or five, once you get how far down the list do you get before you get to mummification, like you have to have first have be a, a very active sex life before you get so bored you start moving towards <laughs> mummification, or
1: or not a sex life, you like think? you've never just had a healthy boner. I mean, th- the funny thing is the uh, William Morris guy whose name. I don't have. Right I don't even want to remember his name. William Morris, executive
2: with Dungeon in his home.
1: He was just like, yeah, we do this. Sometimes <laughs> people <Jesus>. die. <laughs> I know. I'm like, how are you? In in the era of of Harvey Weinstein, yes. like how is this? Like he was not apologetic. No. And these are, by the way, we're
2: not young guys. These are guys in their 40s. The guy was in his 40s. It wasn't like he grabbed some twink off the street. This is a 40-something college professor at UCLA. Who agrees to be wrapped in taut bandages, his head to toe, mummified? Essentially mummified in a sexual ritual, and I, here's the thing: as I mentioned to you, the one rule—I don't know anything about sexual mummification, but I have to assume there's one rule: leave a leave an air hole. There's be, that's got to be the one thing you know, like leave an air hole. I gotta say that's that's probably the one thing. You know, like in baseball, they have in every clubhouse in, in America uh, for MLB, they have a sign, no gambling allowed, because that's the one cardinal rule. <laughs> There's got to be a sign in the dungeon saying, leave breathing, leave breathing hole.
1: Well, how, like, so at what point is this just a suicide attempt? Like, if, if you're not leaving a breathing hole, it, mum, the, the, the implication of, of mummification is death. Is that you're dead, yeah. Um, they mummified dead people. Only dead people were mummified. Like I I haven't felt bad for this guy for a second. No, I've I've found it hilarious. The but his photos time. are all. Do
2: you see the photos of him? He's all
1: like happy. He's yeah, so he's happy. dancing around. He's
2: happy, and he's like a, he wasn't like a depressed, morbidly depressed, dark guy. He seemed like a really happy guy. He's like, all
1: right, mummify me, man. Let's do this. Like, well, I'm sure he got taken advantage of yes. to a degree, but you know, I also think that he was like, well, this this will make a really good research paper. And it's like, well, you know. Maybe we need to weed someone out here. I was like, being a
2: little more cynical and thinking, like, this is how he gets donations
1: to UCLA and how he keeps his job, which is that he... The fact that he was making a salary at UCLA. Yes. <laughs> and and that this is the caliber of person. The, first of all, just... I understand risk-taking behavior. Yes. But this is something that he thought was a worthwhile risk. Well, I, I do
2: you think he got off on it? or Do you think he just did it for the pleasure of the other guy?
1: Well, I have no idea. I don't think anyone at William Morris has pull at UCLA. Yeah, I, but they give donation. They probably
2: donate money. This goes. I assume a gay, a, a gay, well, well, let's say well endowed in many ways, uh, William Morris executive, who probably gave he- heavily, donated heavily to the college. I assume that's how the guy gets his job. Got his job. I don't know. I just that's how my cynical mind works. That he's having weird dungeon sex with lots of rich Hollywood executives. And all of a sudden he's a professor at gets a professorship at UCLA. That's so a, if,
1: if the, <laughs> I, I wish we could, uh, pull up this guy's name, but so he's condoning this and he's like, well, you know, shit happens. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we're very open about it and, uh, this is what we do. Uh, but if that's the deal, he
2: ha- he has a full dungeon in his basement. And by the way, as you mentioned, uh, earlier, Everyone at work knows he has the dungeon, and he has a master, a slave master name like online.
1: Yeah, he's very unapologetic. <laughs> yes, about it's
2: not it. like it's this. It, we things have changed a lot in 2018, Matt. Now it's like. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Going to get that film deal done? Oh, by the way, what are you doing with the dungeon there, Master Chuck, this week. Dude,
1: imagine <laughs> if he was a straight guy yes. that worked at William Morris, and he's like, yeah, I have a sex dungeon. You would be <laughs> fired
2: immediately. Uh, by the way, I, uh, I'm i not sure about that, but I believe there are probably lots of straight guys who have sex dungeons at William Morris. You don't Harvey think we- if he opened Harvey Weinstein essentially did. Harvey
1: Weinstein essentially did. It was his office, basically. Okay, but yeah, but that wasn't... Um- you know, on record. You don't think Oh, on record, no, yes. He openly not not only is unapologetic, yes. he, he sort of is a braggart about it uh, about having a sex dungeon. Although I will say uh, Weinstein at the office
2: did have his assistants uh shoot his dick up with whatever the hell that stuff is and then asked him to usher
1: in young female actresses to his office. Lex, so. I feel like you're missing the nuance here. <laughs> I get it. He he openly at the at the office yes. Is able to talk about like, yeah, I have a sex dungeon. It's
2: just hobby. Like guys talk about golf or something.
1: You don't think if he was a straight guy
2: uh, they would have shut it down. Yes. Yeah, so it's definitely a double standard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially especially after Weinstein there's a double there's definitely a double standard because guys can't do anything
1: straight guys can't do anything. Now. So the guy died. Yes. Which I still you know You don't care about. <laughs> I don't give a shit. No. But he didn't even say, you know, yeah, i r I'm really sorry for the The loss. He was like, "Well, you know, we do a lot of shit in the dungeon, yes. And uh, sometimes, you know, it goes the wrong way."
2: (laughs) Well, I uh, I don't know how cold hearted he is, but I assume he's also prepping for a a large civil suit from the family of the uh, mummified dead guy (laughs) in his basement. Uh, If he's a if he's a multimillionaire and he just killed a guy in his sex dungeon lawsuit will lawsuit will be will be will
1: be forthcoming I'm I'm really not judgmental at all in terms of like what people do sexually I, I don't care I do I, like a good <laughs> friend of mine the other uh, damn it Jesse uh a friend of mine the other day is like you know I really like getting <laughs> things <laughs> – you can say it uh, I can't this is ch- uh, this is
2: children's day today <laughs> it's
1: like you know I'm really into getting things uh Stuck in my asshole. So I immediately texted his girlfriend. I was like, did you know about this? And she was like, yeah, it's it's really weird. And I was like, okay, well, I just had to, like, I can't let this comedic uh, <laughs> no thing go here. That's um,
2: a, He's on the slippery slope of the mum- mummification.
1: But how... Yeah. All right, so what is... I can tell you want to move on to a different topic.
2: Well, I don't, the thing is, if this was a, a gay sex talk show, we would go on and on about mummification. But I feel like you and I don't know exactly what. But what we can't is relate the, to? We can't relate to it.
1: I can't relate to it at all. But no. what what is the thrill? Is it is it saran wrap? Uh, no, I think they use
2: cloth bandages and wrap wrap them head to toe and like a mummy. But like, how do you get a boner off of that? I don't know that they. Do, it's just some weird shit. It's like a weird. I always go back to like. A, a, you know those movies like uh, – what was that movie uh, the guy made about the, the, gyneco- the evil gynecologist? Or the movie Crash where they were getting off on cra- car crashes, things like that. There's always some weird – there's 1% of the population that finds really weird shit really exciting – and it's bizarre and disturbing to everybody else.
1: So he was basically a sacrificial lamb. In yes, that. yes. Well,
2: he was literally a sacrificial lamb. Yeah, he died. Now, yeah. He's, now he's dead. My only point is when people read the story, I feel like people read the story outside of Hollywood or in New York or where these things go on and go like, that's the craziest fucking thing that have ever heard. And my feeling is it's going on in like, I don't know, Hunter Holmes tonight in Hollywood. It's like the other Hollywood executives are like, dude, he totally is a, just a shitty dungeon master. He has no idea what he's doing. Like he, he does, He's out of our club. I think this goes on way more than people understand. And, and, and Hollywood is, I, I hate to like sound like the uh, alt-right or the right wing, like full of sexual deviance and all that shit, but really Hollywood kind of is. There really is a lot of weird shit going on in this town that I'm sure goes on with like, you know, uh, preachers or priests in some Minneapolis in Minneapolis, but just not to the same extent openly as you mentioned here in Hollywood. It was just really as a town of like fucking Caligula.
1: I had yeah, I had no idea that it went on, but the fact that it's just looked at as uh, another ho- another hobby <laughs> as normal. <laughs> yes, that makes me think there's yeah a lot of really weird. It's shit probably there. on
2: his LinkedIn page. Like I like uh, cycling and reading and Mama <laughs> Uh, Matt, I want to transition to another William Morris story. <laughs> um, I don't, apparently, you know all the shits going on at William Morris. I just thought they were all just like asshole New Yorkers who drove Porsches they couldn't afford, but apparently, there's more more devious stuff going on there. Mm. That's where Terry Crews, a year and a half ago at a Christmas party, and well, it was probably called a holiday party, uh, uh, was groped. Uh, I don't know if he's, what it was, it was pack- full package half package It's really been unclear what really happened to him, but there's some kind of reach around by a drunk asshole, William Morris agents uh, who's not, a, again, not a young guy, like a 50 year old guy with a family and all that uh, grabbed his package, drunk thing, kind of fucking fraternity prank, you know, gay, gay shit going on at a party. Yeah. Grabbed his package. Terry was there with his wife and grabbed his package. And ever since Terry's gone about, he's the male me too victim. He was sexually assaulted. He brought the, he brought this to the police. Uh, William Morris conspired. Hollywood conspired to try and get him not to talk about it. And this all wound up last week with him testifying before Congress in tears about male ma- men being sexually assaulted. He really did it. He went. Yes, he, he, went he took the shtick and <laughs> yes. went all the way to Congress. Yes. And this wasn't like you know the baseball players in steroids pretending they couldn't speak English and not <laughs> want to testify. This was him actually asking to testify before Congress what about
1: fucking bitch. <laughs> I don't
2: understand this at all. Like I, I can see like if it's like if it's a, like a little gay twink, I assume they get like male prostitutes or just guys in the business like Kevin Spacey's assistant. I assume these guys all do get molested regularly, right? They probably they're exploited in some manner sexually. Even even mummification guy was exploited in some level to some level. Well, probably to the ultimate level, <laughs> to the ultimate level. But I mean, in terms of him not being a completely willing guy to do it. He was probably talked into or some shit. And you know these young assist male assistants in Hollywood, young actors in Hollywood are being molested all the time by older guys. So there is I would say that is sexual like what Kevin Spacey did to that fourteen year old kid, I would say is sexual assault.
1: Well for sure, but if you're Terry Cruz you have something called agency. Yes. And uh, like we've all have you not had that exact same thing done to you? Ask grab Never had have
2: never had the package grabbed before, although I have seen other guys get their package grabbed like at, in inappropriate ways.
1: I've had it happen. I go,
2: y- y- fuck you. Th- this
1: isn't happening. Yes. But why are you pursuing it after that? I don't know other than like... Any, by the way, this this falls
2: on... It wasn't like Terry Crews was like manly man before this and he suddenly switched. Remember he was doing all those tearful like apologizing for watching porn videos and stuff like that in his car. Yeah,
1: he's, he's definitely got a... a uh, I hate to use the cuck thing because of yeah. the association with the all right, but he's kind of the ultimate cuckold. He's probably, I, I would guess, a repressed gay guy.
2: Maybe he could be. You think his wife is mummifying him at home? It's possible for other people. Well, that, he's, that would he's, take a lot of equipment. I mean, there's some there's some stereotyping because he is a massively muscular, large black man. Right. So he's a imposing, physically imposing
1: male figure. Well, he's uh, yes, but he's not a normal looking. He's highly roided. Yes, no one's you know a fifty-year-old guy that's the pecs are bulging out of no. their shirt like that. So and he's and he's
2: an ex NFL linebacker. He played in the he played in the NFL for like four downs. Yeah, but I mean, he was went through college and played. I mean, he was he's played. Hardcore football. Yeah, He's a legitimate athlete. Yeah. So, I mean, some people would say like, oh, you don't understand like how many men are sexually assaulted. uh, Like Terry Crews. I'm like, no, not like Terry Crews. Name another name. Another NFL linebacker. Who's been sexually assaulted before I, there were none. There's just none. He's the only guy of his archetype. Who's ever claimed to be sexually assaulted ever well, in the, it, of the world? It's
1: like that. In, in theory, I'm sure every fucking athlete has been sexually assaulted. You, you're saying that you were never in the in the shower and someone snapped a towel on your ass. Yeah, like, and, wi- you, and women you probably could file a report on that if you wanted to. Yes, but that means that uh, you will never work again. But, no, uh, he's found this loophole.
2: It's, it's a bizarre, I thought at first he was just doing it because he's trying to brand himself as like a, a fi- build a big, huge female fan base, which it is working by the way. He's getting lots of commercials and other shit for like family products and stuff now. Uh, <laughs> but I, when I saw him cry, I realized like actually he really, belie- he really is like a sexual assault victim in his mind. And it, technically, yes, he was, but there will never be a time when any bulk number, majority number of American males believe that a guy like that was sexually assaulted.
1: I don't. I don't know if I believe that though. I, to me, it, to me, it rings very true of, of a sociopathic and and opportunistic thing. I, you I think, think so. The tears. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, well. I'll give, uh, that's impressive if you can pull that off. Then. I'm pretty sure OJ cried on the stand at some point. <laughs> yeah. Like no, I I really think that he's he someone advised him or or he's smart enough i'm not discounting that he's smart enough A smart guy i think that he saw this opportunity and he was like i'm i'm gonna be this guy i'm gonna be the male sexual the male me too guy yeah what other male me too guy is there there are, uh, are no I mean, there have been
2: guys like, you know, 30 people who used to work with Kevin Spacey. But nobody famous. There's no famous guy. Well, by the way, did you see uh, your, your uh, good friend Andy Dick was arrested for sexual assault, for sexual assault yesterday? Again? Finally. Uh, he's only been charged with harassment before this time. And by the way, he was charged for a crime that was probably the least offensive thing he's ever done, which is he grabbed some girl's ass and, and made a lewd comment. And that's what he was, he was arrested for sexual assault from that.
1: He was arrested in California?
2: Yeah. He was arrested oh. for sexual assault. Uh, it, was, it was, I think, like a six-month or nine-month-old case. But a woman filed the charges. He grabbed her ass, made a lewd comment. A woman he didn't know. it's told a stranger. Uh, filed a police report, and he was arrested for that. Which, by the way, is at least 500 levels down on the most offensive, sexually <laughs> offensive things he's done.
1: Dude, who the fuck? I, I don't get these. I don't, I don't get anyone. So, well, he was uh, licking. He did, did like to lick people a lot. Yeah, no, he he's a perv, but yeah. like, do you not do you not have a job? Do you not have fucking proactive shit going on in your life <laughs> that you're like, oh, dude, what a creep! I'm gonna go spend half a day filing a report at the sheriff station. Like, fuck, you're a fucking loser. That's Bo- where you both need. Of All are fucking losers.
2: That's where, like, Terry Crews should have just beat the crap out of this guy, William Morris. Like, really, just pummeled the crap out of him. And he was, you know, remember back in the, when it happened, he said like. You can't do that. Don't understand. As a black man, I can't beat a white man. And, you know, I'll be like, I'll be the one going to jail and all stuff like that. No, there's no way he would have gone to jail for
1: punching a guy who grabbed his package. No, Dude, no It's chance. not like in the fucking movies. No. It's not like he's going to take him out in the alley, no. grab him by the shirt collar. Dude, all Terry Crews had to do is throw a fucking bow. Yeah. We've all been there. Uh, and And by the way, before you throw the bow, just say... Hey, you don't have. Do not ever do that again. Yes, and I guarantee you, he would not ever do it again. No. So, well, I don't know. Guys who do that do do. Kind of well, if that. he did it again, then that might be yes. a, that might be a problem. He would do it to
2: Terry Crews again. That's for sure.
1: Well, I'm saying, don't do it to me again. I wouldn't think to ever
2: fuck around with Terry Crews. I would look at a party like a William Miller's party, where the average height is like 5'7", like one forty, and think like oh, I'm going to do a funny ass uh, gay prank on somebody.
1: Not Terry Crews. Not I wouldn't have thought that before <laughs> this incident, but now. Yeah, now you want. To. Now, if I saw Terry Crews at a yes, party, I'd be yes. like, uh, "Hey man, do you want to suck my dick?" You ever? Well, no, I, did, <laughs> I didn't say that. What? What? You didn't hear that?
2: I'm gonna like, try. I'm gonna try not to laugh at this, but you always see the stories where like some woman who's been sexually assaulted like 11 times, and it's always like <laughs> there's always like for some reason like I know having some women like once, but like there's always a woman like with a, a long and you're like and by completely different people, you're like, is there what is this about her that she is like. Like the, the, the 2% of men who sexually assault women are just picking, like what is it about her? And it's not necessarily trashy or slutty. It's so like usually, boo, you know, drugs are involved. But I'm just saying, like yeah. Terry Crews, you think like now every guy in town, every guy in WeHo is going to be trying to grab Terry Crews' package as a thing?
1: Well, I have a hard time believing that. So so we know that, that gay guys are very aggressive sexually. Extremely aggressive. Uh, like shit that would get a, a straight man disbarred from whatever job they had. Um, I I would think that gay guys are going to be all over him right now. You think so? I mean, uh, but he was with his wife at a party, which has made it really weird. If he was his at his wife, I'm sorry, his wife. Yes. Are you telling me that Terry Crews is a straight male? No, I'm telling you he's married. Uh-huh. I have no idea. Well, that's not prohibitive. It is his reaction.
2: Well, here's the thing: if he did punch the guy, then they would have called him homophobic, right? He would have been labeled as a homophobe. For you don't
1: punch a guy; you throw a bow.
2: Yeah. I would I would have just I would just give him a shove and just told him I would just give him talk in his ear and say don't do that again. So what's what is he what did did he think his I mean some guys like here's the thing like hyper masculine guys would get overly reactive right because they would like feel like the gay dude touched them and they would get like hyper reactive, but a gay dude would be like even angry in the closet gay guy would be even angrier. Because, that's what I'm yeah that's yeah what I'm because saying. like you're exposing my se- you're not to touching my dick you're exposing my secret and who gets that angry I don't know I don't I, I don't like when people touch me I'll say I'll say that but I don't think I've ever go to the I would go to the police I, I would go to Congress he went all the way to Congress like he really literally, like one of those schoolhouse rock things he went all the way to Congress to but o- obviously
1: no one likes having their personal space invaded but no. let's say um, kate moss i'm trying to think of it who's a hotter woman sorry
2: uh, uh i don't know uh, Ad-
1: adrian lima adrian adriana lima adriana lima so you're at a party you're yes. getting some hummus yes throwing some olives on the plate love, love hummus adriana lima uh caresses your butthole yeah and uh you're like whoa inappropriate
2: whoa lima hands off the hands off the taint <laughs> no
1: hands off yeah <laughs>
2: You got to admit those guys, you know those guys probably in college, high school, whatever, They were like a little overly friendly in the locker room or at parties when they got drunk, they were like, you know, they like somehow they would like grab dude other dudes and stuff like that. I guess they were repressed gay guys, repressed gay guys. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of that. It's there's so annoying, it's so fucking annoying. So annoying.
2: I would I didn't mind the gay dudes. It was the straight dudes who would just grabbed guys' asses and shit for whatever reason or towel snapped in the locker room that was really annoying.
1: Yeah, but I always assumed that they w- weren't straight. No. So like All I'm saying is, would you rather?
2: I would say I'd rather Terry Crews stop fucking crying because I just don't think. Here's what I don't mind. I don't mind that he's making a play, like you say, a ploy if he is for, for more brand recognition. What I don't like is people telling me, like, you don't understand. Terry Crews represents a lot of men. No, he just doesn't represent any man, really. And even the guys who are being sexually assaulted aren't anything like Terry Crews. So he's not helping the cause co- I don't think he's helping the cause of whatever the cause is. No, he's anywhere. trying
1: to get a talk show. Yes, uh, you know, syndicated next to Ellen, where he's <laughs> in between
2: Chrissy Teigen and Ellen, <laughs> like on talk show. <laughs> he's trying. You know, if you get if you make a name for yourself with this kind of shit, you do get talk shows. That's the way it works. Yeah, right? it's so pathetic. It's fucking Terry Crews. I I, you know, I hate him ever since he's like cry, crying in the car about pornography and. Talking about with his his selfie videos in the car about how how men were so evil for watch, toxic masculinity and watching board. I don't
1: auditors. even know what the criteria is now of having a talk show like because I, the I only time it. I watch daytime TV is when yes. I'm at the gym. Uh, obviously, I would never tune into this kind of thing because that would mean that you've given up on life yes. and that you're a complete loser. So uh, I don't know if he's British or Scottish. Uh, Robert, do you know who I'm talking about? He only works out his biceps. He's oh, right, the c- cooking guy, Robert Irvine. Robert Irvine. Yes. So he's not in good shape. Does, at he, have all. A, does he have a talk show? Oh, yes, he oh, does. Really? Indeed, indeed, <laughs> he absolutely does. Really, uh, it's on TV all the time. He's like a recessive gene, like weird looking dude. Yeah, Co- he has a like a, he has a tiny noggin. Yes, his biceps are enormous. Are are larger than his head by yes. twofold, and and he doesn't. He's, like, worse than Dr. Phil. I've uh, never
2: seen that. I've not seen that show before. But,
1: like, I don't get how, like, some idiot executive, who maybe is smarter than I am, was like, well, we should give this guy a show because he has huge biceps.
2: What they do is... I'll tell you what they do. Any guy who tests well with women who watch TV in the afternoon gets a talk show. Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil. But, dude,
1: just shooting juice into your <laughs> biceps does not mean that you're in good shape. It doesn't. He He looks like like your average fucking schlub except his biceps are just <laughs> enormous
2: and I'm like they must test well so if he was do you think his next step is to say he was at his package grab like when he was in the Navy he was in the Navy by the way God knows what goes on in the Navy uh, he must have tremendous male and male sexual assault stories by the way that's probably why he built a if you're bus-
1: in the Navy you you volunteered for that by the way
2: yes there's not a guy I, I've known like I have known five or six guys w- pretty well that were in the Navy And they all had uh, homoerotic, forcible homoerotic experiences at some level of like being naked and being tarred in the boiler room, some shit like that. It's always, it's disgusting. (laughs) I want to move on uh, to someone you love even more, which is Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson strikes me as a woman who used to be attractive Mm -hmm. and has spent the last 10 years making herself look more like a man as much as possible. Which is an odd thing. It's, it, I, I find that very aggra- passive aggressive that a woman who is like a very, fem- you know, racially feminine woman seen as a sex pot gets all the siren rolls in movies then not, far as, not as far as Rose McGowan who was actually assaulted and shaved her head and then started wearing like military garb. <laughs> but like, you know, starts cutting their hair, starts like dressing more masculine, starts like talking about females. She's sort
1: of resembling Guile from Street Fighter. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know if that's a. <laughs> I, was dra- I was gonna say Drago.
2: I was gonna say Drago from Rocky, but yes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like a Soviet block. Yes, man. Yes, and and she's actually, she has a very voluptuous. Uh, she has big rack. Well, not just big, but yeah, very well situated. Yeah, she has a nice body. Um, she looks good. She looks good in a Black
2: Widow costume. On camera, but yes.
1: she if you see her in person, it's like kind of a dwarf. Yeah, she's short. They're um, short like most actresses. Like, you know, I'm not criticizing. But.
2: She was a attractive lady, a young lady and and I mean, she was so young and attractive like Woody Allen used to cast her in movies. <laughs> That's how young and attractive she was. Well, she
1: always used to be like, have you seen the the movie Ghost World? Yes. I, yes. It's a really it's one oh. of my favorite. I love that movie. I I really love it too. But she just played a dour cunt in the yes, movie. Yes, yes. And I was like, what a great actress. But now I look at it like, oh, maybe that was she her. was just an
2: asshole. You felt like Christina Ricci was playing herself as well. Like <laughs> like all those people in the movie seem like they're just playing themselves. That wasn't Ricci. Oh,
1: yeah. that was oh, the, was the uh, other one that looks like the Ricci? The girl from uh, American. Uh, yes, yes,
2: you're right. Uh, American, American Beauty. Beauty, thank you. Uh, the other, All the alt girls of Hollywood. Uh, but here's the thing. She is one of the most. She turns, And by the way, she even had a short marriage to like a effeminate French man. That's how like masculine she's become. So do you think she's definitely a lesbian? Uh, I don't know. Again, like we talked about with the Terry Crews gay, uh, uh, repressed gay guys in the shower. I feel like she's not even a lesbian. She's just angry at men. Like I prefer the, le- the woman who's a lesbian to like the woman who's just angry at men. Like right. it's, it's because a lesbian. I understand like, okay, you don't like men. Uh, I feel like she doesn't like men for emotional, re- for emotional reasons, not genetic reasons. Um, but here's the thing, Matt. As masculine as she looks, I like the Guile reference. She is not uh, <laughs> masculine enough because she's in a new movie called Rub and Tug, which, by the way, is not nearly as interesting as it sounds
1: for <laughs> the title. Um, Did she get naked in this movie? She's been naked in a couple movies. Uh, No, but does she get a rub and tug?
2: Oh, no, she runs a massage parlor. So she plays a a butch, this is a a real-life person, a biopic, a butch lesbian in the 70s in Pittsburgh who ran a series of massage parlors and also was a steroid king of Pittsburgh, which I assume involves Steeler players and other shit like that. So this
1: is like a straight-to-video type of movie? No, it's
2: it's uh, Rupert Sanders as a director, a big, big director, it's just another one of these, like, uh, it, it, if it was a guy, it would be Johnny Depp playing this role. It would be like a 70s, like a larger-than-life 70s character.
1: It sounds very, uh, what was the McConaughey AIDS movie? It yeah, it's very derivative Dallas of Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah, it yes. sounds Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, that- this is an
2: Oscar play. This is an Oscar play all the way. This right. is a total Oscar play. But the point is, the woman she's playing is a butch lesbian in the 70s, and you think, like, oh, Scarlett Johansson, butch lesbian, perfect, right? But no, Matt, you'd be wrong. Because although the biopic, the person depicted in the movie is dead, died 15 years ago, somebody in some gender studies <laughs> or cisgender studies or whatever the fuck it is went back, transgender studies went back and read the biography, uh, the detailed biography of this dead lesbian, and realized that actually the d- lesbian liked to be referred to as a man, and therefore retroactively, the lesbian, although was not known in the 70s because they didn't have the terminology, was really transgendered technically transgendered as a, a transgender male and not a lesbian. And therefore, as their groups that are protesting Scarlett <laughs> Johansson are saying, she as a woman, as a cisgender should not be allowed to play
1: a transgender character.
0: Well, follow, I, follow, I mean, follow, if, follow if I is.
1: was involved in casting on this, I'd be like, okay, yeah, no problem. Bring in Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> like in, in, end of story. But so it, they're saying that
2: because it was okay that she played a butch lesbian because let's face it, she probably is a she might be a bunch of lesbian, but once you find out the historical record shows that actually it was this woman was technically a transgendered male, then you have to have a trans actor play the character or you're whitewashing the damn character Well man.
1: Jared Leto can only win so many <laughs> Oscars for you know a fairly poor by the way, I, I'm pretty sure that Jared Leto uh, in his Scientology fucking weird uh, psychopathy. I think that he's trying to look like the portrait of Jesus. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Like the the whitewashed Jesus. Yes. yes. I believe that he's trying to co-opt that. Um, wait, so and she by the way, she meant I'm glad
2: you brought up Jared Leto. She mentioned so when Scarlett Johansson was pressed on this issue about being a non-trans person playing a trans officially now a trans character. She mentioned Jared Leto who won an Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club, who's not who's not trans. And she mentioned Felicity Huffman, who played uh, was it America Trans America? She played a male, a transgender male, who and she's also not transgender in real life. And they all, by the way, won Os- They all won Oscars. So there's something to this. And Vizzy said, "Fuck off! I don't need to do this." And this on the heels of her last movie, which was Ghost in the Shell, when she played a Asian Asian futuristic Asian robot character from the comic books. Uh, And everyone said that was whitewashing because the character is supposed to be Asian and she's obviously Caucasian. Um, Where does this fall? Are are, are cisgender people simply evil, Matt? There's just no hope for cisgenders. Are they constantly trampling on the rights of the transgendered?
1: Yeah, apparently. (laughs) Like, just looking vaguely transgendered, like just looking sort of uh, autonomous or whatever, doesn't mean that you're actually in that group. So, like... If I grew my hair out uh, to to my back, yes, would would that make me on board with these people? Because it, it's the same thing as Scarlett Johansson having a butch haircut. It's the same. It's the same thing. It doesn't signify anything. It's a lazy, uh, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, adaptation of that. But um, but at least, she, at least she's made like in
2: her real life. She has is a butch lady in real life. So if it was like some, like you said, some Victoria's Secret model, some very feminine model of femininity and stuff like that, who then was going to do this, some weird wardrobe thing and makeup thing to play a transgender butch lesbian,
1: then I could see like, okay, that's ridiculous. You're getting like some gl- gloriously. Well, I, don't, I don't know that she is actually that person. I, why You're just being presumptuous because she has short hair. I, I mean, uh, who's the girl from uh, Hunger Games? Um, Jennifer Lawrence. So Jennifer Lawrence is like an outspoken feminist. She has short hair. I happened to uh, see a few of her photographs. <laughs> the, leaked, the leaked photographs. Um, of her face being <laughs> covered in semen. She's, yes. And uh, that's not a very feminist stance. No. So like just just looking the part, like bro, if I put on a bra right now, yes. would that make me an activist? I don't think it would. Meh. You'd probably
2: get pretty lucky tonight. Um, Well, let me ask you. Do you think there's a difference between a cisgender – and I fucking hate that term – a cisgender actress playing a transgender versus a white woman playing an Asian Asian character from the book?
1: Well, I mean, if we're going to go this route on casting, I mean, let's be perfectly honest. I'm sure there are certain people at CA – Tasks right now with casting transgendered people.
2: Yes, there are. Actually, as a matter of fact, there are.
1: And <laughs> I'm sure that they are finding that the majority of them are completely out of their fucking minds yes. and in no way capable of uh, showing up on set sober uh, b- because, you know, there's probably to, a, a, a deep down issue there. Yes. That's not, uh, you know, they're, they're not confused yeah, he's, they're not dysmorphic they're, there's probably something that they need to work out and so yeah you can cast someone like like they did on uh transparent and uh jeffrey that, Tam, jeffrey tambor so tambor who's a, a professional who's never been accused of anything who's a very nice very sweet yeah. professional person <laughs> well until recently yes. is only trying to do the best that he can to fit in and what is what yes. uh, what happens he gets accused of berating trans, transgender people on set. Yeah. Do you think he
2: really did that? Uh, I think he yells at everybody because he's an actor, and actors, if you know, are very volatile people, and they yell at everybody. Like Christian Bale yells at everybody, right? They're very narcissistic people, and so they, they rant like children. But I don't think he picked on the transgender people,
1: No. I don't even think that just he, that everyone
2: on the set's tra- everyone on the set's transgendered, There's right?
1: <laughs> so these are entitled people yes. that that were like, oh, no one's ever called me out on my bullshit. Yes. like how about you're not doing your job correctly?
2: I, I think that I, I don't
1: think that Tambor is a dick at all.
2: No, well, I believe he probably would. You would find him fucking annoying if you had to work with him. But I don't think he picks on anybody. I don't think he picks on gay or transgendered people. That's just who he's working with. If he was working with an all straight female cast, he would yell at the straight women. They would claim he was sexist.
1: Yeah, but if you're super entitled, you take it as that he's calling you out like he's being bigoted. When in fact, you don't know how to fucking lean a, a, a boom mic.
2: Here's the thing: I think would be difference between this and like say the Asian whitewashing of Asian characters. Is it like? Well, first of all, there's a ton of Asian actors and actresses it's like it's like you can't find asian people in this world they're actually the most voluminous population in the entire world they're everywhere so it's not like you can't like say oh we couldn't find an asian person to play this role whereas transgender are are like one third of one percent of the population so it is definitely a much smaller group you're drawing from and the other thing too is technically asian is an immutable quality
1: you can't change if you're white or asian i guarantee you if there was a if a trans person played an Asian character, there would be no complaints. Oh, no, no complaints at all. Whatsoever. Like a white transgender playing an Asian? That would be considered groundbreaking. I think they've done that
2: before, actually. Probably. In like the Madame Butterfly or something like that.
1: I, it, the whole thing is idiotic.
2: I agree. I, I, don't, I don't disagree that they... Well, I actually was going to say I don't disagree that they should try and get transgender people on TV because I watched the episode of Billions last night. Have you seen that show? No. Well, they have. They introduced a first androgynous... Uh, a female actress in a major role in a TV show like a year ago. And last, oh, last night, or I watched it last night, the episode from a few weeks ago, first sex scene, first sex scene with the character, <laughs> nude, fully nude sex scene. I, I didn't need that. <laughs> did not did not need Wait, that. Wait,
1: on network TV?
2: Uh, it's on Showtime. Oh, Showtime. Showtime, yeah. So but uh, I was waiting. The minute, the minute they introduced the androgynous character, the, the non-gender binary character, I knew at some point there was going to be a sex scene down the road. To really shock the, au- to shock the audience. It's so obvious, right?
1: So, so you're, obvious. you're looking at the, the Skinamax and you're like, why is the butt so flat? I don't, I don't quite understand. Well, the
2: weird thing is it's like, so it's clearly a girl who's a non gender binary and she's completely flat chested and she has a shaved head, but it's clearly a female, born female, right? Well, so, that sounds
1: pretty odd. I'd, I'd, I'd be into that.
2: Well, but then when they, she takes her clothes off, she has female parts. So it's like sort of uh, it's just I don't know it was just it was a kind of a it was a letdown in a way that it wasn't more creepy that it was like <laughs> it was like oh it's wait just was she like a
1: hot butch or no, just like no. a, a gross butch?
2: super like anorexically skinny like no, trying know. to pass as a male.
1: But it was just like, it was kind of like... Why are like, you even watching the show? It's, well, like, I, it's terrible. It
2: well, there's a lot of sex... Most of the scenes involve really large-breasted straight women, so it's pretty good. But I knew the minute they introduced this character that they were going to build an arc to her
1: being naked because that had to be the step that TV took, So right? it's, this is Showtime, right? Yeah, it's a legitimate so show. So basically Skinamax.
2: No, it's not. A, it's a legitimate show.
1: Uh, I feel like soft porn is upping their game because uh, yeah. the way that you just described it is you're watching this... Well, what about like soprano, like soprano
2: soprano started it right with like the t- t- Tony and the naked all the naked hookers and stuff like that. HBO started doing this where they started putting those Skin and Max scenes into their legitimate shows because it clearly brings a bigger audience. Um, but I was just kind of disappointed that she was a, just a anorexic chick at, at the end of the day. It was kind of like I was thinking like. Does she have like some weird shit going on or some? No, it's just like a really,
1: really skinny chick. So there's like a superfluous character that yes, just yes, they threw in.
2: Yeah. And of course, she's an ing- geni- a genius. She's an incredible financial genius. Well, so, obviously. Yeah, that's what I, was gonna understand. I mean,
1: it's not like she's just a traumatized fucking <laughs> no. zero.
2: No. She uh, doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. Uh, it's just a genius, a mathematical genius. Uh, who is extremely logical.
1: That would fly in the face of every short-haired woman (laughs) I've ever met. Yes. (laughs) Because typically they have a real axe to grind and they're angry.
0: Matt,
1: I know you're a fan of Mama June and Honey Boo Boo. The the Learning Channel. By the way, that used to be... It was called the learning yes. channel because they used to actually like have educational programs, vaguely
2: vaguely educational
1: programs. Well, yes. yeah, I'm not saying yes. it was ever, you, you know, a beacon of enlightenment, no. but now
2: it's. It was uh, like how to construct building shows and stuff. At least it yes. had the veneer of, yes. of something. Yes,
1: and then all of a sudden, I, I don't Freaks know when it geeks. happened. Freaks. It was just a fat woman, and and they were farting. They were <laughs> farting on TV, and and then they would cut to this woman who was super fat. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what's happening with America, but it's not good. Super fat women, victims of incest,
2: rape, and abuse, pre-diabetic, farting Southerners.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and the woman actually uh, the way
2: I described it sounds really good. <laughs> Watch that
1: uh, something bear. Uh, yeah, uh, honey, uh, sugar bear. Uh, sugar bear. Yes. He he molested uh, Honey Boo Boo. Yes. And
2: or her sister, I think I don't remember. There was he was never arrested. It's it's weird because in the south, so no one ever gets arrested. So it's all a lot of claims. Like it's weird when there's a claim of like so and so. Everyone knows like oh so and so used to molest some girl, but he never went to prison. There's always like it's some weird thing where like all these crimes have been committed. Well, like,
1: I get not wanting to involve the law, but well, but if you're talking about it on TV, it's like you're not really you're not hiding it exactly. So it's just like well, this is just our culture. <laughs> I'm like. Okay, well then, someone should just fucking murder all of you yes. if that's your culture. Like the the, the character on your reality show yeah. was actively sexually abusing. Yes. Uh, in between eating porterhouse, in between eating cheap steaks from the store, it's really like I don't even have a joke, but it's just really sad to me that. Oh, it's horrible. And and, and by the way, it's kind of funny though too, but the, horrible. Also. The people at TLC, whoever runs that conglomerate, yes. whoever is in charge of creativeness, who thinks that they're so superior to everyone, and and, and they're laughing at uh, you know, oh look at these rednecks. You're you're implicit. You're, oh, abs- they're definitely you're involved. absolutely yes. implicit in yes. this. And you should be ashamed of yourself and you should never work again, but we all know that's not going to happen.
2: No, they, they there's been a, there's a lawsuit now against Bravo for one of their housewives or something like that. They got on one of the ex-husbands of one of the housewives a few years ago who was completely mentally unstable, like suicidal guy, and he ended up killing himself because they had like him involved in a fight with his ex-wife and she was impugning his reputation, whatever else. He ended up hanging himself. So, And they're like, You can't just hire mentally unstable or retarded people and have them do horrible things to one another and film it and say, "Oh, we're not part of it. We're not responsible for shit that goes on." Right? Because people are like dying. People are dying. All those MTV shows and stuff, the teen shows. People actually dying. They're like overdosing. They're getting arrested. They're dying. Like oh we are just cast this stuff and we don't really know they intentionally cast they're unstable people uns- yeah. yes
1: and and that's every all all the housewife shows yes. all the essentially any reality show which is when there's no content I mean you could put the Kardashians in in, in that as well yeah all
2: well, the Kardashians are a little more cynical I think they know what they're what they're right. doing they're not getting they're getting fucked up and
1: punching each other in the face. But, like, these other people... I mean, like, I don't watch these shows, yes. but... Oh, of course, I you only, only know Im- the name Sugar Bear. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's really, like... All a, it, all it is is show. some asshole, cynical Hollywood guy... Yes. Slightly overweight... Yes. Uh, popping a, a Xanax, and yes. he's like, okay, so you two argue. And and these two crazy people start arguing, and, and if yes. they really get into it, yes. that's better for him. Yes. But because that's it, not... A, that's not an ethical way
2: to earn a living. What's that world hip hop star? What's the site they have where the girl fights on world it? World Star, I think. World Star Hip Hop. Yeah. With the girl fights? That's what it is basically. It's just girl fights. It's like drunk, angry chicks at a party, grab each other's hair and punch each other in the face.
1: Basically, but but also if you're egging them on, if yes. if you said, Hey, here's here's twelve dollars. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you go? Pull that chick's wig off.
2: It's funny because, was it, uh, who did that movie like uh, 20 years ago where they just had like paid homeless people to do those dangerous pranks? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It was, they had to, it was in San Diego somewhere and they got like drunk guys to push each other downstairs and stuff. Yeah. And it was an vid- uh, internet video they did and the guy made a lot of money but then he had to give it back because he got sued.
1: I think that was the, uh, was that the Girls Gone Wild guy or was that? It might
2: have been Steve Francis. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It was
1: called like Bum Fights. Bum or Fights. Yes.
2: Yeah. And it was like, and it sold huge. But that's basically what this is. You're just getting paying like people that ha- aren't, aren't in their right mind for whatever reason, money or influence or whatever they're getting. They
1: make a lot of money on the side uh, to beat each other up, essentially. Or to I hurt couldn't themselves. watch it. Uh, I mean, like people are like, dude, this is hilarious. Yeah. Bum fights. They pay bums to watch. I'm like, dude, I'm, I can't watch this. No. like it's, it's it, so fucking medieval, dude. I, it's I'm like, not like, a, I'm not saying I'm a I'm a saint or anything, but. What is wrong with you? Yeah, why no, do you want to watch this? No,
2: this is—it's not the same as MMA, where two guys beat each other up, but they're both willing participants, and they're both skilled. Well, at least you can bet on that. <laughs> yes, this is actually just taking advantage of people down on their luck, and just watching them pound each other. Which it's is really so fucked up.
1: <laughs> I can't even believe that it caught on. Uh, on the internet? Are you kidding me? On the internet? <laughs> I mean, no, just people I knew were like. Hey, this is this is really funny. They pay these bums to. And by the way, I watched a couple of them. Yes. And <laughs> frankly, they can't do too much damage. Uh, from from the one that I saw is because if you're super hammered, right? You know, you're just throwing haymakers. Well, then what the it. guys
2: did was what they did was uh, uh, Johnny Knoxville stuff. Just transitioned that into Jackass, mm-hmm. where the guys at least are willing participants. So well, at, at least they're good. doing it. They're, at least they're signing up for the shit to get famous. And right. so you don't feel bad when they get fucking was punched. Was that how Kimbo
1: Slice Was that part of that whole no.
2: backyard fucking... Well, he was doing backyard fi- amateur backyard fights. Humid. Yes. Uh, South Miami-like yes. backyard fights. People love... Dude, dark web, that shit. I don't even know what dark web means, but I love it. Uh, so, so Mama June... Let's get back to Mama June. So she went on this new show called We're Hot or Not, or Used, Hot, or Used to Be Hot, or Used to Be Ugly, Now You're Hot. Whatever the fuck showed us on the Wii, the Wii channel, which is... The, so she was like... 300 pounds.
1: Honestly, she was probably 200 pounds overweight. Yes. And she lost like 80 pounds. She lost like 140. She probably needed to lose like 180.
2: And so she got like less grossly fat. But here's the problem. When you're ugly, (laughs) it still doesn't matter how much weight you lose. You're still really unattractive. And actually, almost in a way, being an obese, unattractive woman, at least gives context, some kind of context. When you see like a woman who is maybe used to be obese, loses all his weight, and then is dressing more like a regular woman who's really unattractive looking for many reasons, it's even more off-putting I find. Because you might like, as a guy, you might start to look at her for half a second and then realize, oh God. Whereas a woman that she used to look like, you would never, you know, you just see her as as a sideshow attraction. You would never think of her as a woman. I don't know. Maybe I'm just putting my own thing in there. No, I I, I Like from 100, feet, from 100 feet away, Mama June might catch her eye from
1: 150 feet away. I, I would say 1,000.
2: Well, she's blonde, she's not... No, yeah, whatever it is. But if it was a, what she used to look like, you would never even think about her in any way as a woman. I don't know, it's gross. Anyhow, the point is they took lingerie, <laughs> did a lingerie pho- sexy lingerie photo shoot with her for the Wii channel, uh, hot shit, whatever else it is. But here's my question, Matt. You've seen the pictures now. They're really really horrific. You showed
1: me them. Yes, I made you look at them.
2: Who are these pictures for? Like when they take these pictures, like and they put them all over, and they have a PRH, you put them all over the place. Who is this meant to attract? I don't understand the audience for Mama June lingerie pictures. Uh,
1: I, I I, I think I'm I'm flabbergasted. I, uh, so, all right. So I'm assuming that she had a gastric bypass yes. which anytime so if you like if you're talking to me as a woman and you you mention, i often do if if you use the term gastric or, or you're like well my gi i'm like okay we can stop we can <laughs> we can just go ahead and stop right there um you can't lose that much weight in a year without having some kind of surgery yeah so then they're like they'll they'll usually come at you with like well, now my stomach is the size of an egg. So I'm just <laughs> I'm like so I'm just thinking about like actually attractive women that I know and I'm like, "Oh, how much are they shitting?" Like <laughs> like you're just ruining this entire ruse for me. Do you think there's ever been a, a woman, a sexy woman, a gastric
2: bypass sexy woman <laughs> before? <laughs> like has there ever been like has there ever can you think of a woman? No, of course. Can you think not. of a woman who used to be really fat, who lost a lot of weight, like uh, tons and tons of this weight through gastric, that became attractive?
1: Uh, absolutely not. A- and nor could I imagine. Even if that were the case, I couldn't imagine. Like, so let's just say uh, Giselle Bungeon... put on eight hundred pounds because she weighs
2: like eighty. Well, let's,
1: a- let's just say she came at me and was like, you know, my stomach is the size of an egg. I can only. <laughs> I can only ingest I'd be like, okay, well, you're now gross, because um, I don't really want to think about that. I, am I in the minority here? I, no, I, don't I know. think like, I would
2: think that. I would think in the first place, women who grew up—I know women get molested and stuff when they're attractive or not attractive as kids, but I would guess that most model-looking women don't let themselves become ob- don't become obese, like most women who are like. The cheerleader in high school, the hottest girl in high school, all they don't get
1: obese, right? They don't become obese. Well, they they're not physically... anorexic,
2: anorectic, maybe.
1: Well, they're not capable of becoming obese. Well, I
2: mean, they're not they're not binge eating constantly and like hey, you know, like trying to become unattractive. Dude, if
1: Giselle Bun Giselle Bungin and her Nazi uh, money hoarding parents. Even if she committed, I don't think she could become a no, beast. Think,
2: well, like what was an uh whatever name from Cheers was on Cheers, and was like the Christy Alley Christy Allie became like she got up to like two eighty.
1: Yeah, but her shoulders were wider yes. than you and you and ours yes. combined. But I mean,
2: mean, at one point she was t- framed as like a sex symbol in Hollywood and stuff. And I never bought it, and whatever. But she did. She, I mean, she got really. But uh, she had a lot of. She went to Scientology. She had a lot of other issues going. Yeah, on. Yeah,
1: but dude, she. <laughs> If you watch that, I I actually never, so I didn't have TV growing up, but I I I do know what Cheers is. So
2: I did I you have the show. did you have the Alaskan people come in and, like do enact the latest shows of the episodes of TV? Like you go gathered in a circle and someone redid the shows that were on TV. <laughs> like the one guy had TV in the <laughs> village. That's how I picture it. Well, Here's basically, a, Sam I, Diane, what are you doing? Like at the bar, Hey, Cliff. <laughs> well, like Dawson's Creek is.
1: uh or oh, what was God. it? Was it Dawson Creek where there was a moose? They were in Canada. Uh, uh, Northern Exposure. No, uh, yeah, Northern Exposure. Yeah, it wasn't like that. But uh, Christy Alley, I, I mean, so she was supposed to be the hot chick on the show? Well, so was Diane. The, the blonde girl before her wasn't very attractive either. Well, at least her shoulders weren't nah. the size of she fucking big <laughs> William
2: Perry's. She was a big girl, but she was slender at the time. She was slender and had long hair and was that attractive face. I don't believe really? she
1: was ever slender, dude. Yeah. I, I just well, watched. You're right. the, like well, you're, right. you're, you're, you're talking from someone who watched the show, growing up, and yeah. and and it was. You're, you're not. I'm not remembering what it was really like, dude. Yeah, her shoulders were. were g- have you... <laughs> they weren't Mama June level. Have you ever seen? Uh, uh, this must be the place, uh, the talking heads. Yes, yes, yes. When, uh... God damn it. Big, can't... big, wide, big, the big, wide. Wa- yeah, she was yeah, a big girl. I'll agree with you. She was a big girl. He looked like uh, Burn. Yes, uh, playing a character. Yes. Okay. Anyway, yes, uh, they I, did wear a lot of sho- they did real. wear a lot of pads in the they wore
2: padded outfits in the eighties.
1: Well, you shouldn't wear pads if your shoulders yes. are huge. I know. I don't understand women who do that.
2: <laughs> but they wore those broad, like broadly padded, like blazers and stuff in the eighties. Yeah. So it's hard to tell how big everybody was because they all had big. They all wanted to have big shoulders for some reason. I don't know what that was like. Uh, but here is the thing: I don't understand when you take like, is this for women to look at Mama June and go like? Oh, I'm really fat. I could be like her, like aspirational, or is it to turn guys on, or is it just freak show, straight freak show? We know people find her gross. We're going to put her in lingerie just to get attention.
1: I have no idea. Okay. I, I, I don't know what combination. <laughs> I'm sure it's it's all of those things. Yes. Like To me, I, I don't watch these type of shows just because – I'm. I'm not saying that I'm morally superior, but I no, just. I don't right. have time. Yes. Like I. I no, you, don't other... you don't want the midgets. You don't want the. Midgets I'm. On? I'm busy with the Mueller investigation. Yes. Which uh, we have you saw? Should... Sol- have,
2: have you solved that yet?
1: <laughs> yes, I, I. I believe so. Like. Speaking I, of unattractive I, I, people. I think I know what's going on, but that, that's a conversation for another time. I don't but... want to see Robert Mueller in lingerie. I mean, he's not a bad-looking man. Um. <laughs> well, <I> but <laughs> like, like I don't know, like. <laughs> All right, so there's Dunbar's number, right? There's there's only so many th- uh, people that you can, you know, be familiar with. Yes, and there's only so many things I can concern myself with. I don't know what's wrong with you <laughs> that this is the type of thing that you care about. I do, I don't. Uh, I do care about because when I see things like that, I always wonder,
2: like what, like you were mentioning, what goes on in the mind of the casting people. I always wonder what goes like, who thought, like, let's put Mama June in skimpy lingerie because. Why? I always think like, what were they thinking when someone made this decision to spend a lot of money on a PR campaign with mama June half naked? (laughs) I like, and I think some, cause I always wonder like, is it just, are they, are they really stupid or are they really smart? And I don't know. And I always want to know like, are they just like, is this the most idiotic thing ever? Or are they secretly really smart? And I don't know. Like they're like geniuses of marketing somehow.
1: Uh, Yeah. I, I I don't know either. And, and I wish that we knew this. I, I, I would assume, um, and and th- this is not saying that i i think i'm right it's probably a gay man
2: yes i'll go with that
1: who has this position and he's like well this will be really cutting edge yeah and that's the best i got i don't i don't know if that's right i'll send you some more photos to look at
2: uh, Matt, I want to talk about a woman you respect. How big? Do, it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> never mind. like her vagina. <laughs> got to be enormous. All right, never mind. She doesn't feed herself through that hole, so I don't know how big that, <laughs> like that one is. Uh, here's a woman, Matt, that you actually really, truly uh, respect, I think, more than any woman, Holly, which is Amber Heard. You're a huge, uh, since she and Johnny Depp. Since she got $7 million, backed out of $7 million with Johnny Depp because he uh, th- threw some bracelets at her. <laughs> and her she was well.
1: supposed to... Oh, wait, not supposed to. She, uh, on record, was giving that money to charity. Did that ever transpire? Uh,
2: I don't know. She said there was some delay. There was some delay. Administrate, mm-hmm. administrate. Yeah. I think there's administrative delays in delivering the charity money. Like, What were those delays? The, what those well, I tough? don't
1: know, because I could give it right now. Yeah, like, I, went to, I went to Goodwill yesterday. There was no delays at all. <laughs> it, just was so like, it took
2: half a second.
1: I knew she was completely full of shit, and yes. I still uh, adhere to that.
2: By the way, I will mention this before I talk about, much, again, how much you love Amber Heard. People never talk about it, so I like to bring it up. She was arrested for assaulting her girlfriend in the Seattle airport uh, in 2009. She actually, I don't think she punched her, but she aggressively sh- yanked and pulled her girlfriend she was fighting with at the time in an airport and was arrested for assault. Uh, I'd like to mention that because if it was a guy, you'd mention it every, that people would mention it every single time that he, he beat up his girlfriend. She kind of beat up her girlfriend. And everyone just kind of let it slide. Why just does slide. Depp – why Why would he subject <laughs> himself to this this awful train
1: wreck of a person? You
2: don't think he asked for it? You don't think he, like, secretly wanted that? Like, he's a, seems, oh, he seems sure very – s- a- self-destructive people seem to find these people. Like, you know, he's, he seems like that kind of guy, not to get too psychological, but who's punishing himself.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's the, yeah, he's cutting himself, essentially, yes. with his – Choice but in women. <laughs> how come no one, like – Or men. Like I don't even follow this type of thing, but she is a villain. Yeah, she is like a horrible, yes, horrible, awful yes. individual. Yes, well, except she's
2: she's six feet tall and hot, and she's a mo- she's a model, and she's not a very good actress.
1: But I can see why she gets away with what she gets away with. Six feet tall? T- how is that a pro? Uh, that just means she's a so she's towering over Elon Musk. What's his fucking deal? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They still together? That
2: is weird. She does pick. Strange, she does pick strange men. She is like, I feel like she's doing some research before she picks these guys. Like she's got some oppo research going on. She's definitely finding like weak, weak men that she can definitely take over. And then she's getting right, she's getting right in there. I think she figured like, I think she is a lesbian. I think she figured out like, okay, lesbian is really hard. I'm beating up my girlfriend at the airport. I think I'll just find some beta males who are super rich
1: and that I can totally take over their lives. I just get right in there and do that yeah but to get into those circles though like you can't just be a a, a fucking angry dyke from kansas No, like you gotta you gotta fuck over one guy and get that that skrill yes. so then now you're in the in the um you know airport lounge <laughs> yes. and and hanging out with with uh so then you meet elon musk because you know you, you, well she got seven million from depp that she can she can throw, she can throw well around. she's her charity money she could giving throw that
2: <laughs> yes. she's to, giving that to charity to women's, women's although
1: then she sued him for not giving it to charity, which by the way, the legal fees of that she she was mad that he didn't that he gave it to charity well, what he was if you remember
2: yeah, she was awarded seven million in the split and she said the seven million would be she would deliver to a women's batter various women's sh- shelters for abused women, and then he said. Well, you know what? If I'm giving you his attorney like if we're going to give you 7 million for that, why don't you let us make the donation directly to the charities of your choice? Very shrewd. Yes, and that's when to call her bluff, and that's when she sued him to get the money directly. So, you know, that's when they were just trying to expose her for being the fraud that she was. Just name the charities and we'll give them the money directly. Why give it to you, pass it through you? That makes no sense. So uh, that's when she, her attorney sued them and got the court. Why do I the feel money. so bad for Depp? I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. like I don't I don't feel like he's just, uh,
1: like he's obviously an alcoholic.
2: He's he clearly is angry at himself and guilty of some shit because uh, the bra- the bracelets are adding up. He stopped eating. He's acting like a chick like a like a angry chick because he stopped eating. He's buying lots of accessories and expensive things. he can't afford any longer uh he's he's his checking accounts is empty he's broke basically people are who are he's not paying attention or ripping him off or living with him or stealing his shit he's basically like the girl
1: and she's like i mean she's so much more masculine than he is it really was quite incredible. I just want to hang out with Depp and be like dude uh do you have Instagram yeah, okay, so find like a hundred chicks that you think are hot, two of them will fuck you oh yeah. And you don't have to deal with this yeah, I don't think enjoy, I don't psychopath. Think, I don't
2: think he enjoys that, though. I'd want to hang with Amber Heard and hear all the stories about how she, how she cucked him and stuff like that. Because I bet it's some amazing oh, shit. Oh, do you think there was some actual cucking I think on? there was some mummification happening in that, in that household. <laughs> so here's the thing about Amber Heard. So she, uh, yesterday, today is the 4th of July, by the way, happy birthday, America. Yeah. 242 years old. As I said, just 10 years younger than Cher. I have dual citizenship. Uh, with what? With Alaska, that's another that's still, that's still U.S. Uh, my grandma was born in
1: Ireland. Oh, you got the Irish citizenship. Yeah. Oh, you can park like you're like Apple. You can. Park I've never a, been. You park all your money there. But you know, yes. I'm starting to think it's an option. Anyway, uh,
2: they do well n- uh, now that they have abortion. You can consider it. So that was one drawback. I got to say, of uh, going to Ireland, was that the uh, there's no abor- there was no abortion.
1: Yeah, I, I'm afraid of uh, STDs, so I, I yeah. don't usually. Actually, Jesse, you should probably listen to this. Uh, I don't usually, uh, you know, use a glove. Love use a glove. Yes. Wrap it. Wrap it up. Exactly. So, like, I'm picturing anyone that has like a lot of NFL players is like, well, he has uh, 12 children yes. with 13 different women. We're like, okay, well, if you're going no glove the entire time, you definitely have oh, herpes. Yes, they do you for sure. And when you and then, get, they're, and they're, that's why they get sued. Now they're being sued all the time
2: by women for giving them STDs. Well, you know, when you have herpes, you you get lesions. Uh, well, this really is a lesson. This really yeah, is really a le- this really is an STD
1: <laughs> lesson from Uncle Matt today.
2: No, but you you get lesions. It's on, on the head of your penis. It's obvious,
1: and also on your uh, on your butthole, mm. um, which sounds really dual threat. Uh, uh, so you don't want that. That doesn't sound good. No, that's why I have uh, avoided that. Yes, uh, my entire life. But there's no way that you can knock up twelve groupies now and not get the herb. It's impossible. Uh, no, it, impossible. But then, and like I said, the double,
2: the double price of that is not only do they have the herpes, but they also get sued now when they give it to the next lady, she sues them for transmitting STD to them and they have to pay like a million bucks every time that happens. So,
1: you know, it's a, it's a, if you dude, if I had, if I had an outbreak, like if I woke up <laughs> and saw blisters on, on the head of my penis, you wouldn't think hit the clubs and find some ladies? No, I would. F- I would freak out. You I would be. have a fucking full blown panic attack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's let's hope that doesn't happen, to you, Matt. But so, but I w- th- So don't go I to Ireland.
1: I wouldn't Wait, what does that have to do with Ireland? I, you said you would uh you could have unprotected sex in Ireland. No, I <laughs> no, I have citizenship. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying it, it like All right, this is gone as far as it can go. Right? I want to get back to Amber Heard.
2: Yeah, okay. Amber Heard and the Ice Raid, Matt. So yesterday on uh Twitter, she uh, put out an alert to mm. all her celebrity friends that there's an ICE, ICE uh, Immigration Customs Enforcement blockade in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. random checkpoints, which, by the way, has never happened in the history of West Hollywood, never will. Not a real thing. No. And you should alert everybody. By the way, this is the time to drive home your gardeners, your nannies, and your housekeeper and your maids. Uh, Yourself so they can get by the ice checkpoints.
1: (laughs) Yeah, really in poor taste on her part. (laughs) I I don't know if she's just stupid, which I think that she is, but she must know that that's inaccurate. There are no ice checkpoints in West Hollywood. Oh, I think
2: she thought, I think there's a network going around of like just social media nonsense that goes around. And you could put it up. You could literally yourself put up that, and within 10 minutes, Amber Heard would hear about it. (laughs) Like, it was like, people don't understand how on edge people, celebrities are in Hollywood about being on top of, like, signaling shit as fast as possible. Like, I want to be the one who, te- who blocks ice and tells every, all the Mexican, Central American domestic staff, you know, hey, rich people, protect your Mexicans. There's, well, there, an, ice, there's an ice blockade. Drive them home. Get your Range Rovers
1: and drive them past the ice blockades. But how out of touch are you? Oh, my God. So, so there are, so what there are in yes. West Hollywood, are DUI checkpoints. Yes, there are those. And um, I don't agree with them based on the Constitution of the United States in that you shouldn't be able to essentially detain people for no reason. Random, random friskings. Um, so the last DUI checkpoint they had was uh, they detained 1,500 people this DUI checkpoint. It's a DUI check. I I believe that's what Amber Heard thinks is an. ice. Oh, I see
2: what you're thinking. Yes, probably because
1: they set them up around the holidays too. Yes. Well, there are no ice checkpoints. No, I, th- this ha- ice. this does happen. It's it's a real problem. Yes, it I, happens in in Texas. In, oh,
2: they'll raid they'll raid like a poultry factory or they'll raid whatever. But they're not set up on Santa Monica Boulevard. Pull over and show me your... Yeah,
1: this is a fucking moron. Not understanding what's happening, um, because she takes an Uber Black. Yes.
2: Oh, and by the way, like, so you, so rich people should get in their in their Jaguars or their Bentleys, drive home their Mexican staff to avoid ice. I always wonder, like, well, ice go like. Oh no! Look, it's a rich white person. Let them buy. <laughs> no, do you have any Mexicans in your car? No. Okay, you may pass. <laughs> like, well,
1: dude, the DUI checkpoints are so fucking ridiculous. Because I I live on uh, well, on Fairfax, and uh, you have to be so fucking dumb. When I'm sober, I got there's a oh, long line. There's oh, a long there's line. There's a checkpoint. Yes. Oh, I'm just gonna go. Everyone around. turns around. Everybody turns around. I <laughs> know. How fucking retarded are you that you actually are like, oh. Uh, I'm sweating. Uh, I had a few beers. Like, and that you submit to this. You deserve to, to fucking go to jail. But the fact is... Um, the only thing I like about the DOI checkpoints, I'll say I,
2: I, they are unconstitutional. I hate that premise of them, is that they do catch like, politicians and celebrities because once they get someone in the checkpoint, they can't let people go anymore because it's too high profile. So like, if they pull over like a city councilman who's, who's intoxicated... They can't just wave them by because there's too much attention to what's going on. So that's the only time those people don't get off, like being charged, is when there's like a checkpoint of some kind, like that. So you always see like a celebrity gets nabbed or a city councilman's aide or the assistant mayor gets nabbed in a DUI checkpoint. That's the only time the police won't let them off, so well, like, they can't.
1: So are you like, I got this? Like, <laughs> you're you're saying like, uh, don't worry about it, because why wouldn't you just? Like, even if I was drunk, yes. I, I don't drink and drive, uh, except for when I leave here. Um, <laughs> but, like, if I saw a cop, yes. I would simply pull into a parking lot, pretend to shop, and yes. then just call my friend and be like, uh, can you pick me up? Well, if you're what really What kind drunk, of fucking yes. retard yes. drives into a spotlight full of cops? Uh, the same people drive the wrong way on the road or, like, I guess you have to be pretty So fucked, you got to right? be pretty hammered. You got to be pretty hammered. Yeah.
2: Ever heard, Matt? focus on her Mexican staff by the way do you think like Amber Heard actually got into her car like put on her designer driving gear got into her car and actually drove her Mexicans to East to Boyle Heights or to East LA to like to the bad part of Mexican town to like you know save their lives from ice is there any chance any of these celebrities did that no,
1: do you think Amber Heard actually, as she claims, read all of Ayn Rand's no. um, <laughs> no. uh, manifestos? Because I can guarantee you that she absolutely is not. I bet over under she hasn't read a book in her entire life. Um, she's reading. She's reading tweets about. She's reading her Facebook uh, uh, updates about ice. This the is ice why I fish. know that Elon Musk is not a genius. Really? No, because he's her? oh, he definitely put his dick into her um, thing and to her yeah lady parts weird one of her lady parts dry vagina um but and i I understand you got to separate you know like everyone's made mistakes and whatnot but if you're really a genius and you just saw what happened with johnny depp yes oh you're saying he
2: doesn't have good taste he's dumb about women is what you're saying no 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 No, no, no. i'm
1: not saying he's dumb about women yeah i'm saying he is not a genius Oh, I don't think he's a genius at all. Oh, and by the way,
2: I'm not buying those cars that he put... He, somehow he made 5,000 cars in one night. He was way behind on the Tesla as orders And they, built, they literally built tents out in the middle of nowhere to construct them because they were way behind. I'm not getting that damn car, autopilot of the car that was they built like
1: Tesla. Dude, by, do you think Tesla, Tesla... So the car is named Tesla, yes. right? So Tesla yes. was an actual genius. Yes, do you think Tesla was trying to fuck Marilyn Monroe or whatever the fucking time frame is? No,
2: I think those Aspie guys aren't really that interested in the uh, in the hot girls. Of course not. Yes, I do love. By the way, he's a th- fraud. I do love that the self driving uh, test, the thing where the woman killed a person in Arizona was watching the voice <laughs> while auto test piloting the, the car. The, uh, the, the I don't really blame the car for that or <laughs> anything. I, mean, I do like the fact that the person just watching the, watching the voice like, oh, whoa! Hey, like, like I will not ever let a car drive autonomously that I am in. I will just never do that. And not because I'm scared of technology, but because of if I want to drive in a car, I don't want to drive in a car, I'll take an Uber or a taxi. I'm not letting a a driverless car drive me anywhere.
1: I can barely sleep on a plane. (laughs) It it takes a lot of effort. So, like, yeah, imagine just...
2: Why have a car if you're not going to drive the car? There's other modes of transportation. Why have a driverless car that you're not going to drive?
1: Well, and if you're going to have a driverless car, I mean, why have the driver's seat and the passenger seat? At that point, why not (laughs) just make the whole car a bed? Yes, why make it look like a car? Uh, yeah, like it's, it's...
2: There's that... I don't know if you've seen that. There's that Audi commercial they keep running where it's like 50 years in the future and the guy is like an older guy and he's like getting picked up by his autonomous car. He doesn't drive. He sits in the back and he's like, I'm missing something here. He goes, I used to sit in the front seat and drive the car and he's like flashing back to being a teenager driving his car with girls and stuff. I'm like... And he at the end, he like takes his car... He finds his old car and he takes it out as in a really masculating kind of thing. I'm like, it is masculating. like that is, masculating. It is very emasculating to have a Surrey, have Surrey <laughs> driving you autonomously in your car.
1: But dude, imagine on prom night if you had the autonomous car, and it that would was, be nice. It was just a mattress. That would be nice, and you could just straight <laughs> go for the, the finger bang. W-
2: that would that would be nice. But you think about it. think about how closely guys and cars, how phallic it, a car is. I mean, it really is to guys. It is a, a sex thing, right? I
1: enjoy driving a car. Yes, like I, I do. I drive too fast.
2: Like the guys with trucks. Like in a, in yes. a controlled manner. Like the big the big car, small dick thing, the whole thing. It is a very phallic expression. Well, so I, if you have like Surrey, Google, Alexa driving your car for you, that is very, just very emasculating. There's just no way around
1: it. But isn't, I I feel like that's like where we're going. Yes. Like right now, if, if I, I don't know, like 10 years from now, I would like to have like a sports car just, just for fun. Like I wanted to have a motorcycle. I can't do that in LA. It's too dangerous, um, but I'm just driving around fucking androids. Yes, and
2: I don't like it. Although, if,
1: if one of them hits me, guess whose fault it? What's what's my insurance at that point? A uh, fucking twelve hundred dollars a month.
2: Yes, I, my dream is that the two autonomous cars are going to hit each other, and how do they like collect insurance information from each other? <laughs> it's just like what happens. You have to get on the back and like, go, oh, I was like smoking a bowl and watching the view like sorry hey what happened oh, we hit you like it's just whole thing's horrible and it really is like if you're not going to drive your car don't get in a fucking car or take a ta- take an uber but
1: it's gonna ha- we're already there though it's uber,
2: ubers are so cheap like it's gonna be so much cheaper to have an uber than it is to own an autonomous car for the next 20 years just no but Uber's uber. gonna
1: have autonomous that's true too that's even worse
2: I'm just trying to fix. At least the rape numbers will go down. The sexual assaults will go down. So Dude, can you
1: imagine an Uber good. pool? Yes, with no driver. <laughs> oh, god, just fucking three guys waiting for a chick to get in. Oh my god, so creepy. Just a rape mobile. Uh,
2: all okay. right, man. That's enough about Amber Heard. I just, I like. She pulled the tweet down after she did it. Someone must have told her. Like, I just people don't again don't understand how out of touch these people are with like normal lives. That you would even first imply. They're like, oh, hey, everybody who has gardeners, housekeepers, and nannies, like all of us regular people who have at least three members of our staff, at least a three-person staff, Central, all Central American illegal immigrants, protect them now as you would your own children. <laughs> like it's A, it's classist, it's racist, and it's completely out of, <laughs> out of touch.
1: It's ill-informed, and, and it <laughs> is racist. And by the way, uh you stupid bitch, if you really cared – how about you, How about they stay at your house? Yes, yes. Oh well, uh, I don't know. We got to smoke weed later, so yeah. that's probably not going to happen. Or how
2: about you help them get citizenship? Sh- pay to help them get citizenship, where you have to pay them more. Pay them more money?
1: fucking stupid twat. <laughs> I fucking hate that person.
2: <laughs> All right, Matt. Save your anger. It's time for our special segment for Patreon only. Patreon.com only customers. Panties on a bunch segment only for paying customers. Matt. People have offered to pay thousands of dollars for this, but they can get this for a buck fifty a month. Isn't that a good deal?
1: That's yeah. That's a that's a, <laughs> yeah yeah no. It seems like a good deal for the
2: cost for the cost of one cigarette on the street. Uh, what do they call the singles? <laughs> what do they call Well,
1: them? do you get strangled to death? <laughs> yeah,
2: well, that if you're black, you'll get killed by the cops. Uh, what, uh, that's only in, that's a, I think that's a New York thing, right? Where they sell single cigarettes. Well,
1: I, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he wasn't actually doing that. No, but, but I mean they
2: do in New York. They do do that. I've never seen that in a city before We're like oh,
1: yeah. I used to do it in Seattle like i I don't smoke cigarettes, but you know every now and then if you're feeling feeling yes. good about yourself yes. you might you might want to buy one cigarette, one cigarette So they used like- to have <laughs> they used to have them in a jar in, <laughs> in Seattle, but
2: we buy one first of all, you, someone else opened the pack obviously, so you have no idea where they came from, so there's that. Oh yeah, no I, I mean- <laughs> it's like I can see buying narcotics that way, but buying a cigarette like if you can't go for the full six bucks maybe you shouldn't should be smoking. If you can't afford your own pack to spread out over the week, maybe,
1: well, maybe Seattle was a different, I, I mean, a, a communal, they a recently closed, unfortunately the, uh, the lusty lady. So you would think this was a, uh, an establishment on the outskirts of town. Indeed not. Um, you know, Pike's market, right? Yes. That's, that's the fish probably, place. Yes. pretty much where they, the, throw the fi- where they throw the fish. They throw the fish. Um, the Leslie lady was three blocks away from there, and this was an establishment where you'd pay quarters and uh, <laughs> yes. naked women would... Uh, you put the quarter in the slot machine. Dance around. And, try not to step in the jizz on the floor. Uh, yes. Yes. I, I love that it it lasted that long. Yes. Uh, because it really was only a one-minute walk from the city center. Anyway. Uh, Did
2: you actually go in there and feed quarters in the, and the, the big wall slides up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I when I used to, when I remember when in Times Square it was just a pit. Was, like, in, in the, before Giuliani came with the stormtroopers and like, turned into like Adidas stores and Hold Nike on, stores.
1: full uh, jackbooted thug Nazi type yes. of situation. But before
2: that, it was just it was just fucking Wild West show, right? And I thought like I love this because it's like Wild West show. It's very open, and I don't care if there's like there's some street prostitution. There's guys trying to sell me knives. You could buy like a knife, a fake ID, and a hooker in the same corner, which is great. Very openly. But then I saw one of those boot those places you're talking about where the booths and the guys in there in the books in the bookstores and there were like twenty of them in Times Square. I was like, Yeah, it's time, just burn this place down. <laughs> that's just like that's too low for me. Yeah. The guys with rolls of quarters putting in the watch girls t- touching themselves like with the screen that rolls up in the room clearly where guys have been jizzing all over the floor. <laughs> it's just this,
1: So disturbing. Uh, the smell of jizzes. <laughs> It's, it's uh, honestly unmistakable.
2: I give. I, I'll tell you what. I always, I always give. Well, they all died from AIDS, but the gay people in the bathhouses at least they had showers. That's what. That's what. I'm, that's what I'm saying.
1: At least there was. At least there was running. There was running water. That's why I don't use the showers at my gym.
2: Uh, yeah. That's a bad. That's a bad one. Our show for this week, Matt. You got something you wish to pimp and promote? Not really. Sell it, Matt. What do you got? What are you doing for the fourth? Um, for America's birthday, America.
1: I don't know. I'm gonna watch the fireworks later. Are you doing illegal? Matt, Matt Rawls done. I, I just haven't put anything up recently.
2: Um, I, have a, I have a new theory that people that are, uh, first of all, they're telling people not to buy illegal fireworks. I don't know that there were illegal fireworks. Um, well, I saw,
1: it, I was listening to NPR. Of course. And yeah, they have some good content. So in Pasadena, the uh, chief of police or whatever was like, there are no fireworks allowed because it's like 118 yes. degrees yes. and it's <laughs> fucking no rain. So he's like, Anything that's a firework is not allowed. So I was like, well, what does that mean? So then he explained it. He's like, firecrackers, not cool. And I'm like, well, dude, I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Is a firecracker really going to start a huge forest fire?
2: No. They've been going off here for the last week. I've been hearing the fucking rocket bombs going off. I would say this. Uh, I would. Uh, my theory is anyone who is willing to cut off one of their fingers immediately should be allowed to buy fireworks blow off just have to blow off one of their fingers dude i
1: used to throw those black cats and not like i was very aware that it was dangerous yes who was the guy who's the nfl player he now has yes, only th- he has a tripod yeah it's a defensive lineman of fingers yes uh, fireworks jason pierre jason, paul pierre, paul, pierre. yes
2: i all I remember was every kid the every kid in middle school who had all the fireworks always lost a finger that kid always lost a finger or two uh, during during the 4th of July. It was always that kid who had to light the shit and hold it too long or light the thing that was way too big. Yeah, always, always got to <laughs> prove a point. It's <laughs> yeah. like,
1: bro, we used to go get the uh, Indian fireworks. Oh, those are good. Uh, not in Alaska because there are no reservations there. But in in Washington, yeah. um, they would sell like illegal uh, fireworks. So it's like, these are fireworks that are so extreme you could just buy them <laughs> elsewhere, except these are really dangerous. So then, they had a place that was like a carved-out swimming pool, basically. So you'd buy the the uh, illegal firework, and then you'd set it off, and it would blow up. And I was like, I don't know why we're here. <laughs> like,
2: you didn't do any Roman candles fired at each other. You didn't shoot fireworks at each other.
1: Well, that was always fun. Yes, but uh, honestly, like, I was always very cognizant of. of being injured? Yes. Um,
2: We had, uh, in San Francisco, we had Chinatown. And while all the fireworks were illegal everywhere because of cultural, cultural understanding, just any Chinese shop could just sell open bricks of like fireworks and firecrackers. Like you would walk into like uh, just a corner store market and they just have firecrackers everywhere like around the 4th. You could just buy Basically, gunpowder, <laughs> barrels of gunpowder. Like if you went to like the Kinkos in Chinatown, it just didn't matter. They were like it was cultural. That's non-cultural appropriation. So like we've been selling fireworks for five thousand years. You can't take that away from us. And by the way, I don't think the firecrackers were made in China. I think they were made like in the uh, in I- in India, as I recall.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't even like my first memory of fireworks is like they had a tank that spun around. Oh, I love that. I don't know yes. if you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah. Shout and so like. Plugs. It was like, well, we get, we got this. Let's watch it. <laughs> and I was like, and then it, it, just like sputtered out and fucking died in the mud.
2: You remember the snakes that were the little things that would blow up? Yeah, the fire? snakes. I was
1: just watching it. Like, I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. No. by like, the time
2: we got to like twelve years old, the guy would put like ten thousand in one bomb and <laughs> get a blowtorch, and like fire them all off. It was really horrible. All right, that's our show, Last Man Earth Podcast, one twenty-seven. Happy birthday, America.
0: <laughs> We'll oh,